Um, yeah, it's weird guess that we're in different. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I moved back to Kingston, and you're in Toronto, so now we're doing this yeah. online. So. Is that just because soccer moms give you white wine vibes? Uh, I'm just drinking regular water because uh, I'll say it's in honor of the fact that there are minors in Modern Family. And I respect that they can't drink either. Also, I have a really dry throat, and I don't think alcohol is the solution. Okay. So, Modern Family. We uh, took a break from sitcoms for the past couple episodes, but we're back. Yeah. Anyone's favorite family? Nuclear family and non-nuclear families. I don't know what, and I don't know if there's any other terms for any other kinds of families. I don't really know either, and I've taken classes about types <laughs> of families, so <laughs> I don't know. I think there's there the are old different man, hot woman family, and there's the gay family. All very modern tastes. They're all super. I feel like the main, like the main characters for the first season are like. Claire's family, but they're probably the least like modern family, like Claire and Phil's, like yeah, and they're like the least modern family. I guess so. Like yeah. <laughs> um, I was asking a couple people about this, and I feel like everyone's had the same answers of like they started watching the show with their family, like sitting down with their parents and their siblings. Like that's how I started watching the show, like the first few episodes at least and my parents were super into it it was funny yeah I think I watched the first like at least four if not six seasons with my parents like, okay. we, we owned them on like iTunes and like we would like wait for the weekly episodes to come out on that and like watch it all together oh my god it was like one of the few shows that like my mom and dad both liked that's hard to come by. Yeah, I thought that was for our family too. Like, we rarely kind of agreed on shows. Usually, like, my mom had to kind of like grin and bear it through whatever we wanted to watch. But like, this was a good one. Yeah. Oh, okay. it was similar in my house. Yeah, my mom basically just had to watch what everyone else picked because if we watched something my dad didn't like, he would just like storm off. These high standards of television. Um. But anyways, I thought that was interesting because I know you wanted to talk about how, like, it's the show's lasted for, like, what, a decade? Like, 12 seasons, something crazy like that? It was 11 seasons, yeah. And, like, it's con- pretty continuously, like, kept its pace and kept its excitement and kept its quality. And they've been able to, like, grow and evolve with, like, the audience and with, like, a decade-long um, lifetime to accommodate for... And um, I think they did a really good job at that. And I think it's interesting, too, that, like, our parents really liked it. And then I feel like I, I liked it when it first came out, but I only ever 
really got into it and like went back and like rewatched it and like thoroughly enjoyed it in like my young adulthood, like twenties. Yeah, that's fair. I think um I liked it a lot when it first came out, but I never finished it like until like I went back and rewatched it maybe last year. Yeah, so like my early twenties. And I was even rewatching it this year and like I got so emotional and I'm yeah. I only rewatched the first like five or six seasons but like I got so emotional at so many scenes because it is like it's genuinely a little bit heartbreaking just like how much like just like watching like the the families like grow up and grow apart a little bit because like obviously mm-hmm. like like when Haley goes off to college I want to see her succeed and I'm like so sad that she's leaving but I'm like oh it's for the best and like stuff like little stuff like that where you just get like really upset and you like kind of like really relate a lot to like what's going on more than I expected to considering I don't have any children I've never been through it but I'm like oh from this side yeah I can see it's like really scary and it's like I don't know yeah I think like I don't know if I to me it was more like getting emotional at like like just overwhelmingly like wholesome parts of it that were just I was like oh so cute and I'm like (laughs) tearing up like there's so many cute family moments probably in part to like I feel like they're a very like grounded and like realistic show like the family dynamics feel very like relatable and I don't know honest is this like appropriately titled like it feels like an accurate depiction of like like the family sitcom of like our generation kind of thing that's yeah to grow up I I definitely think like even if like the characters themselves weren't always like like um even if the characters themselves weren't always relatable like the situations that like they were in and like how they were reacting in the moment and stuff like that was definitely um like like really like relatable and like the dynamics and stuff I could definitely like relate to and see like aspects of my own family in it a lot yeah yeah I think they did a good job of like hitting like the archetypes on the head but then also like fleshing them out so they felt like real people so it's like oh the goofy dad and like the like yeah soccer mom essentially that like just has so much more to them um and onwards yeah I wonder like it's kind of weird too because I feel like it had to adapt to like consistently growing audiences and like my parents never watched it like going into like the later seasons I feel like that's something like only like people our age really followed I don't don't know I can't speak from but um it was interesting that it kind of like shifted from like really like hitting its target audience with like Gen X like appealing to like parents that haven't like really been represented in like a family setting in that way like you think about you know, compared to, like, say, like, Everybody Loves Raymond or something like that, it's, like, so, it was so different and, like, new and, like, honest, so I think that's, like, why, like, kind of, like, my parents really liked it, but then they kind of dropped off, and then I really liked it going for, like, following the kids grow up, so I think it it just kind of, like, changed viewership or, like, changed audiences. Yeah, I think, like, my parents also, like, didn't really watch it past like, the first few seasons. I think they would watch it, like, if I put it on, but mm-hmm. they don't love it as much. I, and I, like, I do think the show had to pivot, like, in the later, like, probably when, like, Alex went to college, because I feel like they couldn't, like, do the same thing with Haley, where they, like, say, oh, JK, she got kicked out, like, she hangs out, so, like, they actually have to, like, send a kid away and stuff. Like, they had to pivot more towards 
um like a different aspect of the family and it's like you're still a family but like your kids are growing up and like going away a little bit not like leaving leaving but like they're going away and then I think I also enjoyed watching like the adults a little bit more like living like living their lives not just like as parents or like raising their kids like seeing them as like actual people who are like obviously they're real people but like or are like yeah obviously parents are more than just parents but like when you like watch it initially it's like oh their lives are kind of about their kids and about their family and it kind of seems like when the kids grow up a lot and they can stress less about that it's really like fun to watch the the hijinks and the dynamics that they get into too yeah when like the kids kind of like stop being plot device it like the like the setting isn't like just like a, a pta meeting and like a bully and like a first crush and like things like that they're dealing with their kids and it shifts to like cam and mitch like having dinner party with their friends it's a little awkward because like i don't know they didn't bring a gift or something like that that stuff was really fun too it was very like just like uh, like the lives of these people yeah and i think like not many um like family tv shows can really pivot once their kids grow up into like a different type of show but like modern family did it and like i'm sure it got criticism but i think it did it like pretty well um like pivoting into like a new way of telling the family stories or yeah Yeah. and i I forget sometimes too like thinking back on it like i always forget that it was it's actually like a mockumentary style like i always like it's so weird to me that it is and it works for the show kind of but like it's not addressed like it's so blended in to just the sitcom is so like buried like they never they never address it's not the end of the office where they ever like address like oh there's cameramen here no it, they never address I like, like where, what is that <laughs> just like yeah they they don't like, address it and they like they kind of I think do it less than they did in the first like in the first season I went back and watched it and noticed it was like a lot more prevalent than like when you watch it like later like the uh the like cutaways like them talking to like the camera and stuff like that yeah at least you notice it a lot more yeah okay okay like they like during like scenes and stuff with each other they'll like address the camera kind of thing um like it's just like I feel like you know like maybe it's just like a better better like editors and directing and stuff but like okay um (laughs) it's just like you would really notice like the cutaways to like the interviews and stuff or like you would really like it would feel like it was an interview more than just them sort of commenting and I feel like later it's more like them commenting on what happened yeah less interviewee it it feels more like a like a fourth wall break kind of so it's like it's kind of like magic I guess it's like they're not really there like in the canon of the show there's not really like a documentary going on yeah it's not I think it's interesting it would be fun if everyone did that in real life they just acted like they were in a documentary (laughs) they're like ah She's being such a bee today, and it's like, <laughs> I can hear you. Who are you talking to? Um, um, but yeah, no. So I, I do think, like in that sense, the show also grew, which was really nice. And I like, yeah. I like some of the later storylines of like, um, Cam, Gloria, and Bill, and like sort of them talking about being like in laws in the family, and like how it's like really different from like being around like the Pritchett and stuff like that 
I think those storylines are always really funny. Um, yeah that's I think like the show does a lot of like the tropes that I really like in it like they I think they did them really like because I feel like they do that a lot more in the latest seasons like you said but, like they kind of separate like the I don't know how you would call it like, the a-type characters from like the more like blase I don't, I don't know how to say it in like a negative way because it's not negative but like yeah the more like the dumber characters and I do like that, like, all the A-type characters are basically the Pritchett's. Like, you see why yeah. they're A-type. It's, like, very much like their DNA. Like, Claire and Mitch are both incredibly high-strung, somewhat toxic at times people. And, like, you can see they really, like, get it from, like, Jay, who has a similar mentality. But he softens a lot as the show goes on, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was, like, a theme that I, I was going to talk about I guess I don't know do you want to go into like tropes I guess I feel like we're already kind of there yeah I feel like um, we're at tropes now okay yeah I was gonna talk about how like I feel like they do a lot of that like generational impact as like a theme like they address that a lot like how not like necessarily the characters themselves they do it in like a more subtle way sometimes characters themselves especially with like Claire and Mitch dealing with like their mother and their father's like divorce but I find they, like, do a lot of, like, parallels between, like, the generations. Like, Claire acting a lot like her, like, dad. And then, like, kind of still in, like, her adulthood being resentful towards her, like, stepmom. Even though yeah. they're separated. Well, like, Claire whatever still her calls her dad though. daddy, which I always think is really weird. Yeah, like, there's clearly something there. And, like, Mitchell, too. Like, they both have, like, like her and Mitchell kind of just have, like, the same problems. Like, they're both very, like, controlling and, like, petty and insecure, which I kind of like that they have, like, really similar, like, defense mechanisms and, like, responses to things, because it really, like, it just adds, like, depth to the, their, like, sibling relationship. Like, do you really believe it? Um, I was going to say, I think, yeah, Claire and Mitchell both have a lot of, like, they always say Claire has daddy issues and Mitch has mommy issues, but I think they both just have parental issues in general. Yeah. And I think they've reacted to them in a really similar way. What I do like about it is that, like, they have some really heartwarming scenes where you realize, like, they did have each other and they were really close. And, like, I think their parents' yeah. issues brought them closer together in a lot of ways sometimes. Yeah, and I think, like, a big way that they shifted, even, like, in terms of, like, the show, is, like, I feel like the like that first half of the season, that, like, I, I don't know, can we, like, agree that there's kind of, like, a pivot, that there's kind of, like, the first half when like the kids are kids and then there's the second half when like the kids are like older. And like the I feel like in the first half was a lot more about like um Mitchell and Jay. Cause I Jay like at the start was like a very like he was supposed to be like the like conservative, older, like kinda homophobic dad that like didn't really get um his face on and like that was like a big challenge of the relationship and they kind of overcame that. And then, like, later on, they kind of, like, the three of them together kind of, like, unpack the, like, trauma of their mother, like, and their father's divorce, and, like, their mother as a person, which I don't think either of them get along with. Like, I don't think they Yeah, so I would say... realized that he was a good dad. Yeah. I, I think, um, <laughs> the first half is definitely more about Mitch and, and Jay, like, basically repairing their relationship. I would say they do a really good job at sort of, like, subtly showing like the 
the sh- like the shit that their like parents put them through um yeah just in, like random scenes like if they're like going through like old clothing or something they'll like talk about it and it's like oh it's really clear that like this has been an issue in your life but like they don't necessarily always make it a big thing which I thought was really nice yeah, and I do think I once Mitch is able to like what's Mitch and Jay's relationship is like a little bit more repaired he and Claire uh get a lot spend a lot more time talking about like their childhood and I think getting closer as adults yeah because I find Mitch is a very like yes we talk about Mitch a little bit but he's very like um has a lot of barriers at this scene like very early on and like that slowly comes down you can see through like his relationship with Cam as well. Anyways, it's really interesting that they do it. It's like so naturally, which I think like adds to the realism of it and like the relatability and makes those like when it hits, it like really hits. Well, um, speaking of like his barriers, I found out that I didn't know this, but like I was watching an interview and I found out that Mitch and Cam didn't like kiss on screen ever until like season two. And oh. like, I think the way they kind of like they don't like say it outright, but the way they address it is kind of like really good for Mitch's character where Cam just basically says like you have issues being like like uh PDA with me because of your dad and then they like address it and then Gloria makes like Jay kiss Mitch and then like Mitch kisses like Cam and, like, like it's like very much like um we have yeah. to address this issue that like you're never physical with me and like it kind of also addresses the fact that literally they never kissed in the first season at all Oh, okay, that's really interesting. I like, um, that just made me think of, like, adding Gloria into that, too. Like, I feel like she is also, like, a very important character in, like, the Pritchett, like, the three of them's, like, like the way she helps, like, them mend their relationship. And, like, I feel like with each of them, she kind of has moments before they all come together where she's, like, um, bringing, like, an outside perspective and, like, teaching them to, like, find balance and, like, open themselves up a bit. And you can kind of see that in the way that she's raised her, like, Manny. And how opposite that is from, like, Mitchell, how Mitchell and Claire were raised. Like, Manny's a free spirit and kind of allowed to do what he wants. And he, she trusts him and to be emotional and be vulnerable. And then she kind of teaches that, I find, to, like, Claire and Mitch. Which I find is really sweet, too, how much, like, Gloria does become, like, the stepmom that they didn't want but they need it and at the end of it. Yeah, I like um I like the character of Gloria in general. Like they kind of put the uh they kind of take the like second like the young hot trophy wife, like second wife trope and flip it on its head a lot where it's like, yeah, you might assume that she's like just there for the money, but like she actually really does love Jay and you kind of like show the like the I think the realities of being someone's second wife because she has to deal with a lot of like assumptions and a lot of like um a lot of baggage from like his like kids about like the first like their mom and like his first marriage and like stuff like that she has to deal with a lot of that shit but I think Gloria's kind of like like the best in a lot of ways because she does she is the more like open emotional person and like she brings that to the family and that's kind of like what they need and like you see like her as a real person and not just like a two-dimensional caricature which is like what TV shows and movies often do with like the hot younger wife or like the second wife is like she's like a gold digger or like she's yeah like ditzy um yeah like not a nice person and Gloria's just like the opposite like she's so open 
and she's so sweet and she like genuinely wants to be their friends and she's also really honest which I like like she's not taking any of their shit I think all the Pritchetts need her because she she forces them to like talk about shit like she forces like the whole issue with like uh Mitch and Jay like not being affectionate with each other yeah, she's, like, their therapist almost. Like, she's just so unafraid. Like, they get, like, Aries energy. Not, like, afraid to, like, call them out on, like, their shit. Um, I think she's definitely, like, the, probably, like, the strongest. Especially, like, being an immigrant as well. Like, I, I I like that that gets, that does get called out at certain points. Like, when she eventually always does snap, which I feel like happens often, especially in the early seasons. She explains, like, well, like, you don't even understand, like, how smart I am in my own language. And you don't understand, like, all of these other parents like looking at me and making assumptions about me like when she goes to like the school and stuff especially from like Claire too I feel like that's I think part of their relationship arc yeah well I think at one point Gloria says to Claire like Claire is mad that Gloria and Mitch have become friends and like Gloria says to Claire like I would love to be your friend but you don't want to be my friend you don't want to get to know me yet like I've tried like she is very honest about that but she like doesn't stop like wanting to like do this and she's she never closes herself off which I really like about her and then yeah I think think, um she brings it up like it's addressed a lot she's like do you know how hard it is to translate everything in my head and I'm just like yeah that would suck like I'm not sure I could do that um yeah I I find she uh it's it's like yeah she really has to kind of fight her way for it but it, it's it's fun to watch and it's very cathartic to watch um how and I, a lot of these outside like the, the outside parties to like the Pritchett family kind of come in to build the new family I feel like do a lot of that unpacking for like the Pritchett kids um I think like Claire's two biggest character arts in the series is like yeah but with Gloria where she like comes to accept her as like a friend and like family um and her like father's wife and then also with, like, Phil, when she kind of has this character arc of, like, understanding his, like, silliness and kind of getting on board with it. And, like, she, I feel like throughout the show, parents to take life not as seriously. Yeah, I think another big arc for her is when she, like, goes in and, like, starts working again. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I think, like, Claire, okay. I think Claire and Phil's dynamic is fun because in a lot of ways, I think Claire is the dad and Phil is, like, the mom. Like, yeah, Claire is the one who stays home and the one who's, like, do your homework, do this, do that. And I think, like, dads can get a reputation for, like, coming home, being fun for a bit and, like, going to work. But, like, Claire seems to offer the house, like, like more structure and she seems to be the one who's, like, responsible for, like, even though, like, Phil is the one making the money, I feel like Claire is probably the one who's, like, in charge of their finances and responsible for a lot of that stuff. And then Phil comes in and gives, like, the emotional support that his kids need, which I think is, like, traditionally more of a mom role. That's true, yeah. So, like, she kind of takes that, like, soccer mom uh, trope or that soccer mom character and, like, yeah. flips that, too, which I think is fun. Um, And so... I think she really comes into her own when she finally, like, decides she wants to go back to work. And- but where I think, I think she's, like, I guess it's part of that, too, is, like, loosening her reins a little bit on her kids. Like, they're getting older. I think she maybe was a little bit of an overprotective parent at times when they were younger. And then she, yeah, I mean, she, like, loosens that. 
Um, yeah, and then I feel like there's that. Uh, we don't have to change the subject yet, but I was going to talk about like Haley, um, and how like they also utilize that like reflecting her parents with like her, especially they do that a lot with like her relationships. Is they make it pretty obvious that like Haley and what I think they do it with. Andy and then also with Dylan how they like mimic her parents relationship a lot like especially like her and Dylan kind of like they met at the same age that her parents met at and Phil draws a lot of parallels between him and Dylan and then with Andy the show makes it pretty clear that like Haley is Claire and like Andy is Phil yeah I think throughout the show they really try to push the idea that Haley is just like Claire yeah but Okay, honestly, she, I don't think she is like Claire. <laughs> I don't think she is either. Well, I think the the difference is that Claire grew up with her parents, and Haley grew up with Claire and Phil, not like yeah. Jay, Jay and whatever the uh, is. Yeah, no, yeah, they always try. I that was I was gonna talk about that too. I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I'm gonna say it now, but I think that they always try to make in the relationships. They always oh, Haley is Claire. No, Haley's Phil. Like, yeah, Haley is Phil. I don't know. I'm just like her and Luke are Phil, and Alex is Alex is Claire. Claire. I, I think they, I, I think Haley is more of a mix of the two of them, and I think what Claire is scared of with Haley is that Haley is definitely like as wild as Claire was, but with the judgment of Phil. So, like, and to be fair, <laughs> I would be terrified She's if that like my if that was my kid too, because I think Phil doesn't have always great judgment. He's really sweet, but he doesn't have great judgment. And Claire, like, was a very wild person. I think Haley sort of falls into the same. Because, yeah, she talks a lot about, like, how they would, like, fucking, like, run away from home together and stuff and, like, shoot smoke pot in the car. Like, yeah, okay, she was, like, a wild. And she's like, 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 Phil tamed her, I think, a little bit, because, like, he's not as wild. Well, okay. I don't know if he Which tamed her, but... Uh, I love when shows do that, though. Like, I find a lot of shows nowadays don't do that. Like, I find a lot of shows will, like, whenever they do the flashback scenes or, like, the, like, they talk about, like, when they were kids. Um, it's like Star Wars. Uh, but, like, it's really annoying when they make the, like, younger character, like, the child version of the character just, like, identical with, like, the same personality and, like, the same mannerisms and the same, like, ways of doing things. And it's like, no, that's not how, like, growth works. <laughs> Like, it's so much more interesting to see them, like, kind of opposite or see them, like, um, just contrast each other. Then you, then you can, like, plug in the character arc for yourself. I don't know. It adds so much more to the characters. Yeah. And, like, you can see, like, that, like, Claire isn't, like, fully, like, a good girl or – she, she's not a good girl or anything. But, like, you can see, like like, obviously, like, you can understand why she was, like – or, like, how she might have been, like, a super, like, wild or adventurous person. Because, like, she and Phil do get into, like, lots of, like, hijinks that are, like, fun. And she clearly does get a thrill out of, like, sort of doing things that she's not supposed to be doing and stuff like that, for sure. So, like, I yeah. think that they did it really well, too. Where, like, her younger self is very different from herself now. But you can kind of see flashes of her younger self still in who she is today. Yeah. And I find it comes up more. Maybe it's, like, a really interesting commentary on, like, how, like, she, I feel like, was maybe trying to be, like, the perfect mom from the start, and, like, that was, like, a lot of pressure, and she was, like, kind of 
putting pressure on herself and then stressing out about it. And then as she like learned to kind of let go of it, she was able to be more of herself. And yeah, I think she definitely has to like. Was. Yeah, I think she has to basically set aside time to be to to like let go of the pressure of being like a perfect mom. And I think to be fair to her, moms in general are under like so much pressure yeah. all the time. Like, especially like the judgment from like other moms to be like better and to be perfect, like. Oh no God, offense dad. to dads but dads have it like so much easier like the societal pressure <laughs> to be a dad, dad is like so it's so much less like you sh- you show up every so often as a dad and they're like oh my god you're an amazing father like and with a mom it's like you have to do so much more yeah I feel like as well that's like getting I it's still like even more so today but like I that was like kind of when the show came out like the 2010s very like girl boss era where it's like you're like perfect at everything like, um always succeed and I feel like that added a lot of pressure like you can kind of see it now I don't know if you even on like sometimes I'm like parent TikTok and it's just like the aesthetic like like you know like clean girl videos but it's for like parents and it's just like the over like organizing of the fridge and it's like and like everything's matching everything's beige everything's poured and it's like I feel that's so much pressure dude like it's already hard enough to be a parent how are you doing all this so I feel like there is that like societal like yeah dude I literally wrote a paper last year about how social media (laughs) is so harmful to new parents because they go on and like they think that they have to be this way and they have to do all these things like right from pregnancy like if you look at like people's like pregnancy Instagrams and stuff they're like I have to be doing this I have to be acting this way and then there's just like all this pressure to like do and be that way when in reality like nobody is like that all the time like nobody's got that like hyper organized yeah color-coded shit going on 24 7 they have that for the cameras and then life probably gets messy yeah no it, it's kind of crazy but i yeah i do like the way i don't know if the show like consciously did it like i don't know but i like i like the way she grows from that I, like archetype. i think the like show one of the most set. i like the show did something way later in the series like when Gloria started, decided she wanted to be a real estate agent and, like, work with Bill. I don't know if you walked that far. Um, But they did something really, like, what I liked that was really fun, which was they kind of shed a light on, like, how much, like, unseen, like, work Gloria does by, like, showing Jay, who's, like, now sort of in the role of, like, being the one who's home because he's retired and he's not doing as much. Right. And he's, like, oh, I have to be sort of the, like, I think they call it like the supportive wife character a little bit where he's like you know like I could when you come home from a long day of work like you're just starting out you're like basically an intern you're tired like I could make you dinner and I could like clean the house but like you're not coming home and just having all these issues and like I could listen to you when you talk about your job and stuff like that the way that you've been like like I could take care of you the way you've been taking care of me for so long and I think that's like a really I really enjoyed that they like did that like flip and but like they consciously like yeah. talked about the fact that like she does a lot she has done a lot for him and like he wants to also do that back for her. Yeah, it adds like balance to a dynamic that I think otherwise would feel flat. It like which I think the show kinda of does a lot is like subvert like subvert like types and stereotypes. Um, yeah. 
Um, those were all the tropes I had to go through. Did you have any more you wanted to talk about? Um, oh, I had a couple I just wanted to mention that I that I really liked. Oh, yeah, That's go for it. My favorite tropes. I really like the tropes where the in-law, one of the in-laws doesn't get along with one of the spouses, like with the spouse. So usually, especially when it's like the husband and the the father-in-law and I, I love that trope. It's so good. I feel like it was done so well here. Like it was so just, it's such like a nice character arc. It's always so cathartic when you see it resolved. And I feel like it's a lot of fun. Like you have so much fun with it, especially with Phil and Jay. Oh my God. Yeah. I was so going to say, I like how, I like how long it goes on for Phil and Jay. Like I feel like Jay and Cam's connect over football and then they kind of like, they have their in and they like don't yeah. have as much of a tenuous relationship. With Phil and Jay, it's really, like, sweet and cute because, like, it sort of is shown throughout the show how much Jay really does respect Phil and, like, kind of, like, want yeah. his he, approval. Yeah, like, learn it. He has to, like, learn that Phil is, like... Okay. Yeah. But, like, I think, like, it's, like, Jay, like, softens up a lot with Phil. Yeah. But, like, he's still, like, got that, like, tough front and I think, like, Phil, their dynamic just makes it so much more fun too because Phil's so open about how much oh my god yeah like That's he wants Jay's approval well like so funny. I remember the episode where Jay makes his like his cocktails he's like mint Jay lips do you get it and Phil's oh, trying to be a cool girl and then Gloria's like <laughs> Phil he thinks you're so funny he made this joke up and said guess what Phil's going to love this Aww. And it's just like oh it was such a sweet little like nothing yeah, scene. So and so I think so they cute. do that trope really well, and like they show sort of the growth in it because they also show it with like Phil and Dylan a little bit, where like when Haley gets pregnant, like Phil does have a sort of negative feelings towards Dylan that like he didn't realize right. he would have. Doesn't I mean, he go to Jay and he's like? Does he or did I make that up? I really just wanted to see that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. That's always a fun dynamic for me. And then, oh, yeah, I mentioned it before. And then, like, the stepmom daughter relationship, which is kind of like a similar characters. Um, but yeah, and then I was wondering if you wanted to talk about the girls. I kind of want to talk about, like, Haley and Alex. Is that not where we're at? I have a hot take about it. <laughs> You well, have a okay. hot take? Well, I don't know if I have a hot take or not. I was just going to ask, what, like, who do you think is the better person? Haley or Alex? Yeah. Um, I think it's really hard to say okay, for sure. No, wrong answer. <laughs> I think Haley's probably a better person than Alex. Me too. I'm I actually, Alex. I actually have a little rant about Haley. Okay, fine. You do your rant about Haley. I'll do my rant about Alex. Okay. It's not a negative rant. It's like an I love Haley oh, kind of rant. So, like, it's not like I don't like her, but I just think Haley, like, the show failed her a little bit. Because I think, like, she started out as, like, a really, like, basic archetype of a character. Like, party girl who's, like, kind of ditzy, like, and, like, she cares about, like, her social life and popularity and friends and stuff, which is totally fine. Like, she can do that. And she has the boyfriend who, like, her parents don't, like, approve of, except for Phil kind of falls in love with Dylan a little bit. And, like, they show that relationship. Then they also, like, throughout the series, like, 
they make Haley grow up enough to make you think she's gonna finally like kind of move on to the next phase of her life and then it seems like they don't know what to do and they just bring her back and it frustrates the hell out of me because like I want to see her succeed so badly and maybe it is realistic that like someone would keep like falling down and having missteps but it's so frustrating because it just feels like the show does it in order to like do something with Haley. And like when she goes yeah. to college and finally gets in, I'm just so surprised that she like immediately fucks it all up and gets kicked out because I'm like, oh, but you finally like worked so hard and you opened up and were really vulnerable about how scared you are about not going to college. So how is it that you like so quickly did this into your like college career and stuff like that? And then like, when she goes through all the shit with Andy, I'm like, okay, again, like, she's learned to, like, grow up and, like, fight for what she wants, and then they kind of just afterwards revert her back to, like, the girl who you know yeah. because she has a bunch of inappropriate boyfriends. Yeah, I find she does become, like, a, a bit of, a, like, a one-trick pony, like, they don't know what to do with it. Like, I, I would have rather they just write her off to college and she comes back on, like, holidays. Um, than what, like, it, it's really disappointing and I kind of just wish, like, I think it's fine because it's like fun for the premise of the show too that she becomes like a very young mom because I feel like that's like the point of the show is like all these families are like not conventional um but I think like I would have preferred if they had done it when she was younger oh the mom I feel like it would have been more interesting instead of just like a bookend to the series yeah, I think I was I was also okay with Haley becoming a young mom and like growing yeah. up through that. And I like didn't have a problem with Haley ending up with Dylan because like he was a really like fun character who I think like they showed that she had a genuine connection with. But yeah, I did feel like when she went off to college I was like just write her off, not because I don't love her, because I think she might be my favorite character. But because, like, I desperately want to see a character who, like, I think anyone can relate to in a lot of ways. Like, she struggles a lot with, like, her academics and stuff like that. And she struggles a lot with even, like, I think she just struggles with, like, life in general. Like, you see her sort of, like, figuring it out. And, like, I kind of really wanted to see her, like, succeed because it felt like she earned it when she got into college. And then, like, she was out of college and then fine maybe she did have that misstep but like the fact that they just sort of have her like party for a while and live in the basement just seems and like yeah and like I they were doing a lot of like they were kind of setting up which I thought they were gonna go like she was being like a little entrepreneur and she had like her side hustles that her parents didn't really get which I think is another reason why I feel like especially our generation related to her a lot was like was here is like she is very like still still living in her parents basement and like has a job that her parents don't understand or respect that's like I feel like a lot of people our age (laughs) and then yeah so then they just they never like even like I feel like a big character for our for her was like finding a job and like I just remember like this one scene where she had to like fight for an interview and she wasn't supposed to get it and like various like startup jobs that she was trying to get and they just never worked out people were like crazy to her or something and I don't know I think it just would have been interesting if they're gonna make her mom to do it like sooner and then I feel that also a bit interesting because her all her like plots up until this point were mainly like her dating boy x y z and they were just like 
boyfriend of the episode and they were just crazy. And it would have been interesting to kind of, because maybe she used men as like such a crutch that like she maybe was now a mom and like couldn't put that first and like had to like put a kid first and like that was like maybe a challenge. Her. I don't know. That could have been so interesting. It would have given her something to do that wasn't just dating various non-venom like yeah because i do think Haley's like journey to motherhood or whatever you want to call it was an interesting storyline that they could have done a few seasons earlier Mm -hmm. i think like basically yeah when she and when andy came into the show i think like it was obvious he was supposed to be like the person she dated and like she was supposed to learn i think a lot about herself through that relationship whether they were together or not but and like she got the job like they sort of like became friends by helping each other get the jobs they wanted. Like, he got to intern with Phil, and she he pushed her to, like, at, like make sure she went to the interview and, like, did that. And I think that was good development for her. And then they broke up, and again, she just, like, really backslid. Like, yeah. she started dating after him, I think, like, some a 40-year-old, like, weatherman or some shit like that. Like, she had some, like, really questionable, like, boyfriends, and that was how she stayed relevant in the show. And I was like, I get her being sad, but I just don't, like, see her backsliding this much that, like, her life is, like, yeah. back to where it was, like, years ago before she met him. And then I think that could have been even a time where, like, they introduced that plot line of, like, maybe she gets pregnant and she has to figure out, like, how to be a mom and how to, like, be an adult without always having a boyfriend or, like, a guy to, yeah. like, swoop in and take care of her. Yeah, and that was an aspect of her that we were missing from the show. And, um, yeah, I, I tell everyone this, like, I, 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 like, it was pretty obvious that she was supposed to end up with Andy. And then, what's his name? Is it Adam Levine or Devine? I know what his name Adam Devine, Devine, I don't know, yeah. It doesn't matter. He just got too famous for the show, which threw a bunch of other plans. I, I still don't, and I think they, they did the best they could in, like, retconning that she was supposed to end up with Dylan, but I don't think that was, like, a I don't know, I I just thought we were over at Dylan now, we were moving on, because Dylan just seemed like he was a, he was a, like, a punchline character. <laughs> My thing is this, I, I, obvi- yes, it's obvious she was supposed to end up with Andy. Everyone who watched the show was, like, Oh, it's so sad that Adam Levine got too famous, basically, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I'm upset that she ended up with Dylan. I just think she could have spent those seasons between working on her, like, us seeing her as an independent woman more. Like, which is why I would have been fine with her, like, maybe, like, Andy leaves and she finds out she's, like, pregnant or something. And, like, she just, like, decides she wants to, like, do it on her own or like he he can't come yeah, back yeah. or something like that like for some reason he can't come back and then she has to like figure it out on her own and then I think that would have been an interesting yeah. storyline and then maybe yeah she sees Dylan again later when she's like grown up and she does still love him and he is more of a punchline character yeah but like I think she could still like want to be with him because he's like a fun guy and maybe she grows up to be a little bit more like her mom a little bit more responsible and stuff like that yeah, I think in my rewrite, is my rewrite, it would have been that, okay, fine, she's going to end up with Andy. We'll go from there. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think she should have gotten, like, 
pregnant. And I think it would have been funny and it would have been good, like a good set for comedy if um, Dylan was the father. I think that's fine. And I think they could have, but I don't think she should have gone back with him because I think that shows her regressing a bit. Because I don't think, because I think they would have had to show Dylan grow as well for me to get on board that they would have to show. And I don't, I don't know if they really did. Like, I don't know. He did some just like weird shit, but like nothing really character arc worthy, at least in my opinion. And I think she should have been alone with the kid, was single with the kid or kids. And then I think Alex should have gotten married before Haley. Because I think that would have been an interesting dynamic because Alex has never come first in boys before Haley. I think that would have been good. Anyways, I just think they kind of lost their way with the two sisters. Like they just kind of both did separate things and it got really weird especially when Alex was dating her ex. I thought that was super weird. I yeah, know. I think... I think it's just off the tracks. <laughs> okay, I, I, I agree with you that I think Haley and Dylan having kids together would have been, like, a funny sort of situation. And I agree yeah. with you that I think she shouldn't have gotten back with him just because they had kids. And I agree with you that they didn't show Dylan growing up, and I think Dylan did need to grow up a little bit in order for me to, like, fully back that relationship, because basically, like, the only difference between Dylan in adulthood and Dylan in when he was 17 is that Dylan is a nurse instead of a musician now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how how Dylan is. They're poor as shit when they move out, right? Yeah, they're poor as shit. Um, Yeah. Because she works at, like, like, I think some, like, basically, like, I don't know what it is that she works. She works at one of those like companies that does stuff that doesn't really do stuff. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. She's like just working at like I think one of the companies that she did. Like I feel like they do like wellness stuff or something like that. Like very like vague like new world like millennial mm. type thing. Where, like, I think they do that on okay, purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then he's, like, a nurse. And, like, yeah, they don't have any money. And they have twins. And he moves out. It stressed but, me out. Yeah. It stressed me out when they bought their house. I was like, no, you can't. Yeah, um, I, think, I think if he had grown up more, like, if they had made him a character where I, like, actually think he's, like, a somewhat reliable guy, I would like the fact that they got, ended up together more. And I think it could have been cool if they, like, decided to not get back together right away when she was pregnant yeah. and like do it sort of as like friends and then like maybe if you actually see a change in him they could get back like because I kind of like those slow burn relationships too where yeah. like you feel like it's earned in some way and I didn't feel like their relationship was really earned but I did believe that they loved each other. Oh, which I thought was episode that. too. You remember in like Friends when they did that? When like I think it was Rachel was pregnant and they didn't know who had knocked her up. Oh my god, that would have been such a good premise. Say if like one of them found the pre- like I love that trip too when they find the pregnancy test and they either don't know who it is or don't know who could possibly be pregnant. I fucking love that trope. I think it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Like a pregnancy that. test was found and someone's just like not stealthily trying to figure out who's pregnant. It's like a murder mystery. It's like a whodunit, but it's like who got fucked um and I, I think like yeah I think her becoming like a, I think that's maybe why I wanted it to be a bit younger too is I think that does fit her character because I think she is very irresponsible at times as seen when she gets kicked out of college and I think that would have been a good character arc for that because I think that would have been good like well she doesn't just like get away with being 
like a slacker and irresponsible her entire life and then when the lottery at the end like I think that that's a good like she needs to have a struggle yeah I think it Um, also would highlight that like I think she is very irresponsible but she's especially irresponsible with like guys and like I think they do kind of like allude to the fact that she does that she does like um she does like get around a decent amount which is like totally fine no shame or anything but like I feel like that could be that could very easily be part of her like character arc is that she's like okay like I kind of like if she like gets mm-hmm. pregnant like accidentally and so it's like okay yeah now I have to like figure it out and I'm really young and I've kind of like done a lot of like like yeah. I've I've had almost too much fun and been like very reckless a lot of the time and maybe now I need to learn how to like have fun in moderation and like not be so reckless yeah. all the time and like lean on her parents a lot too like they like she doesn't she i feel like she was a kid that had the worst relationship with them like they had the most resentment towards each other well i think it also would have been like a good way to like bring her back into the show in a in a big way if like she yeah. got pregnant she didn't have her own little frame i think she does at the end or like last season is the whole season that she has the kids for yeah, she has the kids for the whole last uh, season, but she's yeah. not really in the last season as much. I think. Okay. I can't yes. remember for sure. But in terms of keeping the show fresh, it's a lot of difficult job. I think that's just like, I think it to me, it frustrates me most when I feel like it's like a missed potential. I just yeah. feel like Haley as a character was missed potential. But I do think, yeah, it was really upsetting just because she was, I think, just such a missed potential character. And like, they did so well with a lot of the other characters. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to talk about... Oh, yeah. Let's go on to Alex. Who, by the Um, way, I think you're right. It would have been fun if she, like, got married first or something. Only because I feel like Alex... Alex's journey with guys has been tough, but I think, like, her parents made it worse, first of all. Like, I feel like her parents were kind of mean about her a lot. And then I also think that, like, Alex is really beautiful and, like, she is like they tried, tried so hard not to make her beautiful, dude. Yeah, but she's so beautiful. They didn't let her be hot till like season. Eight. And I feel like that could have been more of a thing. Like I feel like Alex's dating life should have been more of her growing up later because she's like because I think it's the part of her that isn't established. Like we all know she's good at school. We yeah, all know yeah. she's smart. Let's establish a different aspect of her personality. Yeah, and I th- I think that's why. Like, I think it would work especially well in contrast to Haley because I feel like they should have just had, like, basically opposite characters, especially at the end, where, like, I think it would have been fun to see, which I guess she kind of does, but, like, not really. I think it would have been fun to see Alex kind of go out of a limb and be impulsive and, like, um, do something for, like, love or, like, some, like a guy. Like, I think she should have maybe compromised. Like, maybe she should have said no to something. I don't know. I just think that would have been fun because it would have been a challenge for her. Yeah, I think I, okay, maybe this is a hot take. I don't know. But um, I liked Alex hooking up with her professor or whatever at the end. I thought it was mostly just because I thought the scene itself was really funny. Like, when okay, she goes okay. in and, like, talks to him about it. And, like, they totally had a miscommunication. And then, like, they agree to, like, sort of, like, send some flirty texts. And then, like, she basically, like, sexts him. And he says, you look pretty. And, like, they just have, like, this, like, really awkward, nerdy encounter that I think is really, like, fun. And a really, like, 
I think, fun way to show that Alex has really, like, grown confident in, like, her body and herself as, like, a young woman in, like, the dating yeah. world. Yeah, I would have kept kept a little more fresh. Did they do the character arc? Where I kind of forget. I feel like they might have. I know she dated a kid that ended up being gay, and then she dated someone else. Well, she dated. She brought the like guy to like her like middle school prom or maybe like her high school prom. I don't remember. Oh yeah. And then she said she said when she brought him like I know he's gay, and then later they started dating, and she's like, he's not gay, and. He also, got that was kind of fucked up. I feel like I wouldn't tell my kid. Also, yeah, like, it was I would just love to let her die. <laughs> I feel like I would be like, it's a, like, they'll, like, also, I feel like you can't, okay, I have terrible gaydar, first of all, but I feel like, and, I mean, he was obviously, but I feel like you can't just, like, assume and stuff, like, I feel like, First of all, yeah, you have to let your kid figure it out. That put me off too. I was like, how are you so sure and so sure that you're going to, like, say something? I feel like I I just wouldn't say something. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, maybe kind of like a, you say to, like, your partner. And then that's it. (laughs) And then it can be, like, kind of a joke. And maybe they're trying to figure out between the two of them. But, like. I don't think you can bring that up to the people. I mean, that's, like, pretty rude. Also, those kids, like, 12, like, what are you in middle school? Yeah, I, I think they might be in high school. I'm not sure. But, yeah, they're, like, they're pretty young. They're, like, and that's, like, why Claire's, like, oh, I want to tell her because I want to save her heartbreak. And it's, like, she's going to get her heart broken eventually. Like, at least make it, make her first breakup be because her boyfriend's gay and not because he doesn't like her. Like, so. But did she ever, like, date a guy that broke up with her because... She was like too cool towards them. So I feel like either that happened or it should have happened. Because I think that would have been a good character beat. I feel like it was brought. It's been. It was brought up throughout the show that Alex was cold she to people. Cause I I remember her like like dumping this guy like pretty like horribly. Which one? I only remember. Yeah. I only remember her firefighter boyfriend oh really? okay her her dating history is so weird how they didn't show her like learning how to talk to boys at all or like she just all of a sudden could yeah she went from being super awkward to like really overcompensating yeah i also okay they made her break up with the firefighter guy because he wasn't like an intellectual like her, and yeah. she wanted. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. she literally said he's dumb. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna see the dumb to his face, or if you ever heard it. I don't know, but I thought that was kind of rude because a I think opposites attract. I like dumb people all the time, um, <laughs> and and b it's like okay, he's not like book smart, but like he's probably smart in other ways, and like he can do a lot of things that you can't do like is he like out there being like oh I don't want to date her because she like can't like save people from a burning building like you're mad because he can't do like the advanced science that you do oh my god (laughs) I that yeah that I think was for her because like okay here's what I wrote down for words to describe Alex resentful entitled oh those are the two words (laughs) resentful entitled um, 
sorry, I wrote a worse boys official. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think she's, oh, especially Alex, she's so mean. So like, I think it's like pretty clear that she's like the black sheep from the family. She's like, and Phil and Claire have like a whole episode about it. I'm pretty sure too, where they realize how much smarter Alex is than like either of her parents and how they're probably holding her back. Because they can't probably like homework or whatnot. And I think that was like a really nice arc. And I think that's like very true is that Alex is just a lot smarter than I think everyone else in her family and doesn't understand them at all and doesn't have time for like their fun and games and like silliness. Um, so then I think when she goes to college, it's like a good separation from the family unit for her. Um, but I think she, from being like the most intelligent person in the room her entire life and like the most responsible and having the most on her plate, it seems like she definitely developed a sense of like entitlement, like superiority, like she was better than everyone else. And I think there is this one scene where she doesn't get into a school that she wanted to go to and she throws like basically a temper tantrum and like throws her to be like, I tried so hard for this woman and like I deserve this. And it just so entitled. It reminded me of like kind of like Rory Gilmore vibes of like I'm just like really privileged and like I deserve to get in school because I worked hard and I was like, well no you don't deserve anything in life really. And then she's like screaming at this like Haley who was like kicked out of college. She's like, okay, well I think they do a good job at like 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 they obviously like she throws a temper tantrum, like they do it intentionally to show that yeah, like yeah. she's used to just like getting everything that she works for because she is really smart and she is really talented and that's great like I totally think that like she did deserve to go to a top tier university which I she ended up doing and like study what she wanted but like she does also need to learn how to deal with failure which I feel like they have to like show her do time and time again and like because yeah she does get really like she gets a very like superiority complex and they show it in one of the episodes where like her Manny, Mitch, and Cam go to a museum, and um, literally, like, one by one, they all drop, like, flies, until, like, Manny comes out and is like, we can't, like, I can't keep up with Alex, she makes me feel so dumb, like, like, Alex is just, like, constantly making everyone else feel dumb, like, um, yeah, that's why I think her dating history, or, like, the way they evolved her dating life annoys me, is, like, it didn't feel consistent. With, like, I feel like if you're someone like that who's, like, that invested in, like, appearances and, like, being the smartest person in the room and, like, work, that's, like, fine, but you're going to have failing somewhere else. Like, you're not going to be a fun social person all the time. You're not going to be, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just win at every part of life, which I feel like, at least near the end, she seems to. 